the Badger Politic. I'm Scuster. This is Paul Sickle. Welcome. Hey, Paul. How you been? How you doing? Well, you know, I'm doing better than democracy is. Or um, the, I, I shouldn't say that. Or the Milwaukee Bucks, true. for that matter. Yeah, well, that's 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 an up and down thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Bucks um, made a great statement, but uh, had a great run against uh, Brooklyn, and then they're in trouble. I think that we got to watch out for Giannis. I think he might be hiding something, uh, an injury, that's, perhaps. That's one theory. I mean, I have argued uh, that their biggest challenge right now is consistent shooting. The the trouble with us doing a sports podcast is by the time you listen to this, the series (laughs) will be uh, be over. Maybe decided. Uh, Right. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully in our favor. Well, as we we record this, the Bucks have lost game one Mm -hmm. against the Atlanta Hawks, a five seed. Um, they go tomorrow, which will be you'll that'll happen before you hear this, and probably Sunday too. Hopefully, the Bucks can tie it up, and then it's a whole new series. Yep, so yep, yep. we shall see. But Chris Middleton has to hit his shots. That's all I'll say. Yep, yep, yep. We would normally have this uh, podcast at a decent hour, but I like to torture Scott's editing uh, schedule. Um, <laughs> yeah, normally we try to do it on keep, Monday. And then, keep me on my game. Yeah, right, right. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> uh, You're good. I'm like I'm like with those anti-democracy activists going mm. after the local clerks. Oh right, as we've talked about. Yeah, we've got kind of a twofer here going on with the the John Lewis Voting Rights Act getting yep. voted down by the filibuster, rejected by the Senate in a fifty-fifty vote. You mm. need sixty votes to invoke cloture, and uh, they, they they wouldn't do it, of course. And even even Susan Collins, you know, since she was just. Reelected, yeah. She's she's going along with the caucus and holding together with uh, the rest of McConnell's. Well, and all to protect the big lie, and that's the, yeah. the disgusting thing is that you know Collins and Mitt Romney and several of these other people they act like they're above it all, above Trumpism, but apparently they're they're in full service of it. Well, I mean, when, <laughs> you know, when push comes to shove, they on the procedural motions they're hanging with their caucus. So the scary thing is some of these laws uh, where they, these states can overturn the election results based on a suspicion mm-hmm. of voter fraud. And even in Wisconsin, the state law says that the state Supreme Court can adjudicate disputes. And the state Supreme Court, of course, rejected it this time, but um, I believe partly because of the timeliness, the technicalities, and not actually mm. on the merits. Okay. So I think you could have a situation where elections will be regularly overturned as soon as Republicans make fraud allegations. And then you'll see Democrats get timid about any sort of registration and get out the vote efforts because they'll be afraid that everything they do will be subject to a fraud investigation. So it's kind of a brilliant strategy to basically ensure permanent Republican rule despite the um, will of the voters. Yeah, and... I mean, we don't want it to come to that because it means losing elections until there is a backlash that produces... Well, le- maybe, maybe they won't allow it by then. Well, I mean, that's, that's the scary that's, thing. That is, they can really do away with democracy if they, if they right. see fit. Just, just lock in that majority, combined with redistricting, combined with the fact that, you know, electoral politics at the federal level, well, at the state level for that matter, just favor rural communities. Yes, yes. And so, dear dear listener, lest you lose heart, there are options, but I think we have to diagnose what went wrong first. Mm-hmm. I think it was unimpressive. I thought the Democrats, honestly, including Biden, looked pretty unimpressive on this whole thing. 
maybe it's a deep fake is the right would say. Yeah. Uh, and there's like another another long game being played. But the problem is we can't wait too long. Correct. You really <laughs> so, only get a few months. Right. And before before the next election kicks into high gear and people start going to their corners. Right. And, and you know, thinking about uh, their own interests and not not taking the risks that they otherwise would shortly after yeah. an election. I didn't understand the timing to do it right after Biden gets back from the trip. Yeah. Uh, Biden wasn't really seen as that big of an actor on it. And then you had Kamala, you know... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, show up at the last minute, and Obama makes some like all of a sudden, the very last minute, there was this push. Yeah, and, too little, too late. Yeah, it was almost like, why do a put if you're not going to do a comprehensive push and make it a priority and actually put real pressure on these guys? Well, that's, why do it at all? Because well, that's then, true. then, well, then least, it got branded as a big loss. At least, why, why do it at all right now? Exactly, because it, it really to accomplish this, yeah. you have to be able to swing. Not only Republicans, but you need to be able to swing or at least lock up Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. You know, get yeah. them get them on board. Now they they voted to vote cloture. Would they have voted for the bill in the end? We don't know. Yeah, I think they yeah, would have. Probably. Because they, they worked out some compromises yeah. and that was part of the thing was that Manchin maybe they were trying to give space to Manchin. I I don't know what the fuck was going on because it looked bad. Like I mean, Schumer gave like a speech that I I didn't think I didn't think Schumer looked good. I I mean, yeah, he scolded them, whatever. Everybody sure. knew it. It looked like okay. Here's what I saw. It looked like they're going through the motions. Is that, is <clears throat> yes, what you're saying. Yes, and, yeah. and 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 then in the media though, what's reported is well, the Democrats were like, let's make sure um, we keep our democracy. The Republicans. Don't want democracy, and yeah. the Republicans were able to filibuster it. So we're going to do away with democracy. Now back to sports, Bob. Pretty much, you know, like I mean, it was it, it just looked like it was like no big fucking whoop, well, you know, like we're just going to live with. Okay, we're done with. The, we just just voted to outlaw democracy. It, in America. it definitely it definitely you know? appears that <laughs> the administration and the Senate, for that matter, are prioritizing the infrastructure deal over. The voting rights bill. Yeah, I mean, so, a bridge is great, but if we can't, like, um, you know, hold our elected officials accountable with elections, if what, we, if we have matter? a one-party, yeah, come yeah. on. So, you know? so if that's the case, fine. If you want to do infrastructure first, great. Mm-hmm. But don't don't push to the side this other effort, which is critical to the mm-hmm. future success of competitive elections. Yeah. Yeah, and at so, the risk of going into too much of a deep dive, I'd like to talk about kind of the northern strategy that I think that the anti-democracy activists are pulling mm-hmm. here. I mean, they have a southern strategy, which is obviously you go after the two southern states or Republican states that Biden carried, which is Arizona and Georgia, and then you throw in Texas and Florida, and you know, the two states we could win, too, mm-hmm. and you make basically equal voting unlawful, make tons of restrictions for African Americans. You make it possible that they can overturn the election if they don't like the result. Right. Uh, and you basically eliminate free and fair elections in the South. Well, that's sadly nothing new No, in America. It's more of the same, actually. However, we would still have a blue wall in theory, but they have a northern strategy where basically, thankfully, we have a lot of Democratic governors, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, by virtue of the 2018 election cycle. But they have a different strategy up here, and yeah. that's going after local elected officials. Yep. You, you watch those clerks. You're going to see, like, there's a rumor that the Racine sheriff is looking at 
Racine County Sheriff is looking at arresting and criminally charging the city clerk of Racine simply because she did her job. Okay. Um, but he thinks it appeared to be vote fraud. You know, I mean, they're hiring ex-law enforcement officials. I, yeah, I mean, no, it's the, a full court press. The clerk won't is. serve any time, but she'll still get arrested and have to deal with like it's defending intimid- herself in a in a court of it's law. It's intimidation because it's yes, like you you, it's you make an example out of that person. It's and third then, world politics, if you ask me. I mean, that's the absolutely. kind of thing. Like, there's nothing to arrest her for. And here's the thing: Will the sheriff face any criminal liability Probably for? Not. Are sheriffs just allowed to arrest whoever they feel like to make a political point? I guess we might find out. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think, but I think that that's something we need to start really getting into a fight. It's going to be about hearts and minds. Yes, that's what I wanted to say regarding the for the People Act or the, or the larger effort around protecting voting rights. Is if you're really going to make an effort to pass this thing, then you need to make a national strategy out of it. You have to do obviously advertising, get in front of people's mm-hmm. screens. You got to go on the road. You got to get people going door to door you got to get events together in communities all over the place and actually convince people how high the stakes are on this particular issue because there's a lot of people right now that are just looking at it yeah. as a partisan issue like oh okay the democrats want this the republicans want this uh, more of the same blah 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 i'm tuning out you right know? and what what i was saying is that that national push did not go for the hearts and minds no I mean, it, it did at the very last moment. There was a freedom ride, it's, and Obama made his comments. It didn't register. No, not in time for the vote, no, that's for sure. No, it needs to be a larger, longer strategy. It needs to play out over weeks and And maybe months. the idea was to lose, like, this was what their idea of losing well was. But that's not how it came across in the media. No. It, right now, it looks like more of a symbolic loss. Where it's like, okay, fine. They, they put the votes on record so that you can run a campaign next year saying, oh, you know, Mitch McConnell's Republicans and Ron Johnson, you know, like voted against this. Fo- yeah, but if it's fine, illegal but... to vote, then what the fuck is that going to do for you? <laughs> right. So people will just be more mad that they don't have their democracy? I, I, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, you but know. It's, bottom line is it was not the proper approach. And it's fine. <laughs> if you want to prioritize infrastructure first, fine. Let's get it done. I'm not saying I'm but, not even sure it wasn't. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get the approach. I don't see it. I mean, Joe Biden is a student of the Senate. So mm-hmm. maybe he has some uh, thoughts about it. Maybe he said, Perhaps. okay, go do it this way. Well, I'm going to be out of the country. I'll be able to come back and say... And be in the country and like barnstorm the, sure. you know, during the August recess, and we'll change it then. I don't know. If and that, they had they, uh, they, the they did have Harris presiding over the vote. I mean, yeah. she probably knew that she, it was not going to be important that she was there as, in terms of the vote because she, she wasn't going to make the difference. And you keep bringing up infrastructure, so there is news there. Talk to there us. There is. About it. Well, yeah. It's, so we sh- to shift gears to that. Uh, there is a slightly more positive development. <laughs> Maybe we'll see what happens, but there is a uh, infrastructure <clears throat> deal that was agreed to today, um, and it looks like they are breaking up the deal into two parts. So there will be the more traditional, you know, roads, bridges uh, approach to infrastructure that will bricks uh, and mortar. Yes, bricks and mortar that will go before the Senate. Will need sixty votes to pass. 
And then there's you know the other uh, the other portion that they've been talking about, which includes addressing healthcare costs and some of these other things, childcare, higher education access, climate change programs, things that you know Republicans yeah. have pushed Home back against. Childcare, right? Um, yeah. So that they are looking to get through via reconciliation. But um, one thing, and Biden's saying he'll only sign he, both bills. Not it, one it is conditional. The other. Correct. He will not just sign one without the other. So. We'll see how that plays out. I mean, obviously... I why would the Republicans want to... Why wouldn't they just say, fine, we won't give you either? Well, that's that's what I'm kind of expecting to happen. I mean, I don't see any reason to believe that they're going to get 10 Republican votes for the infrastructure bill. And, right. it sound, and it sounds like they're targeting fall to get this passed by in terms of a deadline. I just... At that, at that point, you're a year away from the midterms. No, and the reconciliation you can kind of see because you got to do debt ceiling, you got to do, um, yeah. you got to do a budget. Yep. Um, so maybe you throw it all into that. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, at this point, you know, and maybe you throw in a couple of writers about voting rights so that the state legislature of Georgia can't overturn the next election. Maybe that is his grand strategy. We'll, we'll see. I mean, but he, he laid down the gauntlet. Or so am I giving Biden too much credit? I don't know. I mean, I, like, trying sound, to, it sounds about right. I mean, it, I, just, I, I just don't know what I to lack, think. I like lack I was, optimism that this approach will... Well, work. that's the thing, is what Biden was doing when he first got in, and, you know, getting the ARP passed, and the way he managed expectations with the virus with i mean yeah they might be a, a hair shy of 70 percent by the fourth but not by much yeah they'll be close they'll, they'll be probably closer than a lot of people expected we're leading the world with that you got the economy rebounding i mean you've got a lot for him in that his early decisions were sharp yep you know in this they, were, oper- they, they were operational and they were they were they made they were sense well. they reversed a lot of the damage done by trump mm-hmm. especially environmental uh labor too but then, all of a sudden, now, it looks like the Brewers' offense. It, I mean, it doesn't connect. And so I'm wondering if maybe this is what a long game looks like, you know, once you get after your first 100 days. Or am I giving Biden too much credit? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you have a challenge in the Senate, given that you are that it is 50-50, mm-hmm. and you're having a hard time convincing Cinema and Mansion of what the stakes are with even as, the filibuster. As they have, especially Mansion seems to have like moved more in our direction on a lot of things recently. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, he was he was there today when they announced the uh, compromise. I have an unpopular opinion. I'm not a Mansion hater. I'm not either. I mean, what what do you expect from a statewide oh, elected Democrat from West Virginia, right wing state? Yeah, like what are you going to get I, better? I've had this discussion with people too and i would rather have joe manchin than a republican because he's not gonna vote for every bill vote for arp but yes he did that he's voted but, the right way on a few nominees but you're also Trump. correct right. you're getting you're gonna get judges through if they get a supreme court nominee you're gonna need his vote for mm-hmm. that you're not gonna get it if this if there's a republican senate they're gonna block that judge for three more years yep. it's definitely a state that has also suffered probably more than many Mm-hmm. Economically, um, challenges around uh, right. drugs and other social uh, ills. That's right. So, I mean, there's a reason why that state is uh, desperate in terms of their politics, I would say. And I'm not forgiving them for, well, for and, supporting and, and, somebody like Trump. I'm, and I'm trying to explain from a sociological perspective why they've moved in the direction. And at that. least Manchin 
hopefully by voting for ARP and the compromise. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he did screw him on fifteen, but at least he got him fourteen hundred dollars. I mean, he could say that there's things he's doing as a Democrat to actually have benefit these people's bottom yes. lines. Yes, which is kind of interesting because their Republican senator Shelley Mark Capito is also not a complete nut job. Yeah, for being such a right wing state, I mean, you, know, you would expect a very conservative Democrat, but would you expect a more moderate Republican? I'm not sure. No, uh, it's I guess, kind of a I surprise. Guess not on the surface, probably no. Yeah. That's kind of how it's worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least relative to the rest of her caucus. Right. You'd think you'd get Ron Johnson. Yeah. But uh, speaking well, of guy. which, yeah. how, how did Juneteenth go for him? Oh boy. You want to splice in a recording of his uh, reception that he received? Oh, God, that guy. It just gets better and better. I thought it was good, though, because it, it showed uh, popular well, resistance. I want to uh, explain what actually... Well, what happened was that uh, Ron Johnson, who's not been known for moving he, a lot of pro-African-American well, agenda items... Opposed Juneteenth. Uh, opposed Juneteenth holiday. as a yep. federal holiday. He dropped his opposition, showed up at the Republican Party Juneteenth tent, <laughs> uh, got the microphone and started speaking, and he got drowned out in booze. Yeah. Uh, Shocker. Yeah, and it made national news. Yeah. It was Ron Johnson went to Juneteenth Day in Milwaukee. did not end well. <laughs> it did not work. And I mean, you know, the Journal Sentinel covered it well. Local news covered it well. But also national outlets covered it well. I thought it was great. I yeah. thought it was really, it showed that he's out of touch. You know, I, I think it's kind of exciting time, actually, to be running against Ron Johnson next year. I think he keeps making boneheaded moves like he is. And yeah. He's I, so out of touch. I mean, he's out there talking about how vaccines hurt people and how we need hydrochloric... I mean, I, well, I and he's talking about how the, uh, the the riots at the U.S. Capitol weren't really riots. It was just demonstrations. It was yeah. peaceful. I mean, and we were completely, like, completely delusional or just trying to convince his own voters. Of yeah. That. I asked you why he thought he did well, you know, in previous elections, mm-hmm. and the answer was, uh, what, that it was like the best years for Republicans in Wisconsin? 2010, 2016? I also think in 2016, interestingly enough, he had actually held his distance from Trump. And he really held his distance from Trump the first, even the first year of Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, he occasionally, he would actually say things that sounded sensible yeah. compared to Trump. He would criticize Trump. Like, he was more of a Ted Cruz kind of guy. Yeah. And now, he's, now he's just aligning himself. Oh, he's gone full for self, Trump. For self-preservation yeah. purposes. It's so, it's so cynical. I mean, yes, he's probably calculating that the midterm but, penalties in effect. Yeah. That might be a bad gamble. Put me in the camp, though, that is not convinced that he's going to run again. I'm you still, still think so? I still think there's a chance that he's going to run Coming out to Juneteenth Day, looked like he's running. I think a lot of it is going to depend on probably pulling against hypothetical matchups. It, come this fall, he's going to start having to assess, okay, like how badly... <laughs> How badly am I losing by? Right. You know, and, and, against, and against also all these candidates to that are see running. if there's a mid, big midterm penalty mm-hmm. effect. I'm not coming down firmly on either side. I'm just saying that the evidence may steer him in the direction of not running again and, and then going to work for you know some right wing. The mind of Ron Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, that's so inspirational. Yeah. Anything else to talk up? Well, uh, I mean, on the other side of things, it sounds like Mandela Barnes is getting closer to yeah. announcing uh, his candidacy for the, the Democratic nomination. I think he'd be a strong candidate. I think any of them would be strong. In this it's becoming show. a crowded field early on. So yeah. we got Chris Larson and... Uh, we have interesting, interesting developments in New York City mayor's race. Mm-hmm. It looks like Eric Adams, who uh, African-American uh, former police officer who actually took the 
kind of pro-police, more conservative line. Yeah. One, with overwhelmingly African-American support, although there still is a runoff, instant runoff. Yes. And there is actually a possible, there is statistical, slight statistical possibility he could still lose. Yeah. Um, instant runoff has overcome it won't gaps be, this big. It, yeah, it won't be certified for, for weeks. But, no, uh, but also instant run, runoff has overcome up to a 10-point gap. And yeah. This is a 9-point gap. It would be unlikely, but not completely out of the question. It's it's going to be interesting to follow to see kind of um, what lessons are to be learned for Democrats running elsewhere. I think it shows the 100% fuck the police line is not going to fly. No, um, unless you really like being in the minority. I think it shows that we have to come up with, that we really do have to do the reform there has thing. To be, well, and that's the key word, and we've talked about it many times, how defund the police was a fucking dumbass slogan that somebody who's never worked in marketing came up with and we have to come up with something between back the blue and defund the police there has to be reform the police whatever yeah. you come up with that's probably where most people are is, well, is, frankly is, is the people who talk mostly about things. defunding the police were actually republicans it was something that a few Demo- not even democrats like yeah. real lefties and local governments were pushing here and there but it wasn't a national platform. The Republicans tried to make well, it a well, national platform in order to try and help Trump yeah. out, and they're just like they're doing this year with the race theory and all that. Oh, stuff. Oh yeah, it's all it's it's a, everything's a new socialism. The scary terminology that gets voters in your. Camp. I, I actually feel kind of. I'm not saying we should take it lightly, but I, I kind of feel kind of good about it in a way because 15 years ago the Republicans went all hardcore against gay marriage. Mm-hmm. They thought they could make it an election issue, and I think what happened is they, they wound up debunking the whole issue themselves just by doing it, and they actually created a backlash and helped us in 2006 and 2008. Yeah, I agree with that. So, something to think about. Yeah. All right, listeners. Well, we'll keep talking about these things. There's more uh, more developments to come with these issues as they unfold around the infrastructure, and we'll see what happens uh, going forward in terms of voting rights. But uh, right now, that's... Uh, yeah. That, is, that is dead in the Senate, so we'll see what the next move is. You're going to say forward after that? That's pretty <laughs> All right. We'll keep talking about it. Okay. Forward. forward.